You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. What are you laughing at? Nah, I'm brother, nah, I'm What? I'm just fucking... Nah, I just something that happened to work. Oh, don't worry. Anyway, how are what? you? How are you, mate? How was your day? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was really good. I haven't drank any water, so i got a fucking headache yeah. again. What about you? Yeah, good. I uh, finished work at 12, 31 o'clock. Got home and the fucking surf was pumping. Got a coffee, had a good surf, and... um. A little kip on the couch, now I'm here. Fucking tough, eh? Yeah, tough gig. Just easing my way back into work life, you know? <laughs> easing my way back into it. Nice and steady. One but thing um, we didn't ag- address was your finger. Oh, yeah. Cut the cunt off. <laughs> Tipped it. <laughs> got it sewed back on. Now I've got this mank nail waiting for it to grow out. And Beautiful. Compound fracture to the finger. You love it, don't you? Metatarsal. I love an injury, eh? Last time we fucking actually got on the potty, but I cut my leg. Yeah, you, there's always something with us, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not my neck, it's my knee. If it's not mm. my knee, it's my back. Mm. Speaking of a bloke who's carrying an injury, today's guest, uh, <laughs> Newcastle Knights back rower, the try-scoring machine, fucking Lockie Fitzgibbon. How are you, brother? And I'm unreal. How are you, gents? Yeah, yeah pretty good. good. Mossy segued quite well into that, didn't you, Moss? Mm. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not sure about try-scoring. Only one last year. But oh, well, we don't, we don't It cost me a bit of money. I always yeah, put $10 yeah. on you for first try-scorer. The, the amount of messages I get every yeah. weekend. You fucked me. <laughs> fucking tickets and, and whatnot saying, fuck you, you fucking... Because you hit that you hot you line, f- you're either short or that kick yeah. through and you're diving on that loose ball. There's a couple mm. of times you've been disallowed or like shouldered off the ball. Yeah, like, yeah. Fuck, I just lost money. But you know what? I heard. I did hear you say one time... You were scoring a lot of trials when you weren't going so well. And now you are going heaps fucking better. Yeah. Mm. Scoring one trial, what, what would you take? Um, scoring trials, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You should be on the wing. No, no yeah. <laughs> just bumps the fucking salary cap. No, no, you should no, be on the wing. No, no, definitely, definitely no tries and winning footy games. But, um, oh, hopefully more this year. Fucking mm. hell. Not with that wing. Yeah, just on the yeah. shoulder. What happened there? Run us through how, how that sort of come about. Yeah, so I've had a um, crook wing for probably 18 months now. And I've rehabbed it pretty well the last probably 16 months. Yeah. Um, and it came good. I played with it all last year. It was feeling pretty good. And then I had actually had another off-season surgery in November um, on my pelvis and groins, which I had a bit of a layoff and I was in rehab again um, up until end of Jen or mid-Jen. And then I started uh, back training with the boys and then my shoulder was sore again. I was going, oh, shit, i got to fucking start my rehab again on this. I thought it was sweet. And then um, it was getting worse this year. I don't, I don't know why. It was just re-aggravated. And, um, so we got re-scanned after you know, 18 months and there was some more damage to it and it was, it was beyond repair at the moment. And so we had to make a decision whether to bite the bullet and um, get in now and get it done uh, or try to rehab it. It may or may not work 50-50, mm. go into round one. Busted. And could be busted, and then have to you know get surgery later in the year and miss you know a more like more bulk of the year. So yeah, we bit the bullet two weeks ago, and um, yeah, in a sling now for probably another two or three weeks, and then I'll get out of it, get some strength back into it, and bit of rehab. Yeah, bit of rehab. Who's we? You say we bit the bullet. So who makes those sort of decisions? Yeah, well, it's well obviously it comes down to you know the individual at the end of the day. But you know I sat down with you know we got two physios, a high performance coach. Um, obviously our jam of footy Which is Bedsy And their, and their coach Ad. So You know they talk And then You know they talk to our doctors Our yeah. specialists and, and the surgeons And yeah it's a bit of a process But At the end of the day Yeah I, I like for the decision to You know Be taken out of my hands It makes sense You know oh, yeah. The emotional yeah. goes away If they tell you you need it done Then you get it done Yeah, yeah well yeah. really The only 
they're not going to stitch you up. They want you back on. Yeah, there, obviously. And, and and you want to play footy. So the last thing I wanted to do was go Spend. get back to back surgeries. You know, I was in rehab for three months pre Jan, and now I'm in rehab again for another three months. And by rehab, I mean. Not alcohol rehab. It's, <laughs> it's, um, not where we're headed, James. <laughs> well, I'm sober. I'm um, sober now. Yeah, that's yeah. it yourself. <laughs> oh. yeah. Nah, so anyway. You know what one it is. It is what it is. Nah, nah. Rehab, mate. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, nah, it comes part and parcel with footy, so. You know, and I've been touch wood. I've been pretty good. Um, you know, there's a lot of worse blokes off than I am, so. Um, I be back there soon. Miles? <laughs> No, sweet. Yeah, no, the first time I when I did my ACL, I was getting fucking carried up the fucking uh, stairs at King Street walking around on it because I got told I just tore them or grazed my meniscus. Oh. In your shoulder? Uh, when I done my, no, when yeah. I done my ACL. <laughs> not my AC, my ACL. Yeah, like, uh, making jokes over Turns out the, ne- the next day I'd done everything in my knee except for the meniscus. Who read your scans? MCL. Oh, just the fucking... No, just the chick who gave me the assessment. Yeah, that's us. In the back. Don't, don't know names. <laughs> Mick Gillow, look at it. Yeah, no, no, you're good, mate. Good, mate. No, it's my bro. Get back out there. Maybe. Fuck, I know. But, uh, yeah, so you're newie boy, full fucking full on, as newie as it gets. Your dad's a CEO of NIB. Your uncle's an MP mm. for the Labor Party, is it? Yeah, yeah. He's so a member for the Hunter. And yep. Yeah, and he's a... Uh, he, well, he was on. He was a shadow minister, agricultural minister, but he just left the ministry. So, just a member for the hunt at the moment. Minister of Defence at one point. He was, he and was. your grandfather was a minister as well. Yeah, so yeah, your yeah. uncle took it straight off him. I don't know. It, uh, there was a changeover, obviously, but he was my. Um, yeah, but he preceded him. Your grandfather preceded Joel, didn't he? Uh, yeah, Joel. I, no, no, I don't think. I don't think he preceded him in order. I think oh. there was a there's a period of. There was, was like we say at the pub, else. there was a wedge. Yeah, <laughs> I think there was a few wedges in there. No, I'm, not, I'm actually not sure. That's, yeah. I'll probably have to. You might know more than me. I'm yeah, drunk, we're, we're pro- fully proficient in Wikipedia here. Yeah. Off the yeah. record, <laughs> <laughs> we dive deep into Wikipedia but, for our guests. Yeah. So no, nah, no, nah, I got a lot of born in Bello. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I tell you, I'm Wikipedia. Belgian, Belgian boy. So um, yeah, I know. So a lot of politics in the family, but. I won't be heading anywhere that way. Yeah, no, I don't have the capacity for it, eh, bros? Oh, I just... It's a, it's a weird world, politics. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't it's know all much. smoke and mirrors, eh? It is. I don't know much about it, like, the ins and outs, but I know enough to know that you could be on the totally opposite side, Labor or Liberal, and you could be mates, but people within your party you hate. Yeah. It's just... It's a bit like footy. It's odd. <laughs> it's odd. You could be supporting a bloke because you have to on the Labor side of the Liberal Party that you don't like and someone on the other side of the party you actually do get along with. Mm. It's kind of... Anyway. Mm-hmm. Politics. And, and your dad's the CEO of NIB? Yeah, he's been there for I think, nearly 20 years now, so... Did he... Is he one of them fairy tale stories of starting off in the fucking mail room and working their way all the way up to the top? Or is that just something yeah. I made up? Nah, well, he's from Cessnock, so anyway. <laughs> yep. gets out of you made a baby. You know what I mean? There's a few, yeah, there's a, there's a few. Nah, that, he, they did, he did it right. He's, he, studied, he studied a long time. He obviously did um, okay at school. And he actually left, um, he left Cessnock and they moved to Perth for a few years. They went travelling around Australia and think, you know, until about 23 or something and then thought, oh, well, just getting old quick. I better start doing something. And I think he did. Business degree and then he did his MBA and then he's just studied from there on in and he was running a few councils. Um, he started off in councils actually. Oh so yeah. yeah, I think he's pretty <coughs> familiar with them. And then um, we, so he started. We I was born in North Sydney, but we were living in Maitland at the time. Um, he was doing some councils up there. Then we moved back to Sydney 
He was running a couple of councils down there. And then he actually went to clubs in New South Wales. He was a GM there um, before NIB. So. Yeah, right. He's done a bit, but mate as well, the old man. Fucking good on him. Yeah. Are they trying to twist your arm for um, sponsorship stuff? Like, like, you ring your dad and see what you can do for us. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask. Are, are you fucking? Are you that good at footy, or has your dad just got the hooks? Yeah, it's your dad. Got the hooks. <laughs> Every time I when I'm off contract, I go look. Hey, bro, no, you don't really saw me, and I'll be out. Obviously, they're out. Uh, all those, yeah, they're out. Honestly, yeah, fucking hell. Now, but um, so yeah, full if, as Newcastle as it comes, tell us about um, a bit of your upbringing. Like, what was it like growing up? Did you grow up in Merriweather? Pretty much, apart from North Sydney and Maitland. Yeah, well, it's funny because everyone, you know, I, I pride myself on being an overcasterian and um, I do say I was born and bred in Newark, which I wasn't, but I was born in North Sydney, lived in Maitland, like I said, I was two. I was born in North Sydney because I've got obviously three sisters and my mum wanted the same um, obstetrician or whatever it's called yeah. that, that my sisters went to. So we, she went to North Sydney, I was born there, lived in Maitland until I was two, moved to... Back to Sydney when um, in Picnic Point. I don't know if anyone's yeah, familiar. It's hard yeah. around the Bankstown, yeah. uh, Panania area, and then we moved back into the Hunter, well, Newcastle, when I was about eight. So from you know about twenty years now, I've been in Newcastle, and you know I wouldn't want to be ah, anywhere else. Never it's good, right? yeah, yeah, it's um, it's a, it's a place to be. I, I, whenever anyone comes here, I say it's the best place. It I, is. Well, like seriously, I don't. It fucking is. Do you but get that from your teammates that come from other places? They go, fuck, look at this joint. Well, it's Never even knew about it. It's joint. funny that because a lot of boys, especially the older boys, um, prime example, you know, like, like I said, like Andrew McCulloch for, who came down last year had, didn't know much in Newcastle. and But everyone who comes to Newcastle, footy players, they stay, you know, at yeah. the East End and they stayed at the Novotel. But as of, you know, three years ago, the East End was shit. Yeah, like, handy. People saw Newcastle Beach. And the mall. That mall. <laughs> and everyone was just like, this, this place is a dump, yeah. like, seriously. And, but I don't think people actually like uh, drove around, you know, Merriweather and saw, you yeah. know, what Merriweather's about and like Bar Beach or even, and, and the likes. But I think now that the East End's kind of getting a little bit trendy and a little yeah, bit better cool now. now yeah, it's kind of cool that, so like, you know, but it's good. It's, you know, it's a revitalization in Newcastle. So um, I think the originally, People thought it was a shit old, but now yeah. I think the perception's changing to actually this is a pretty damn nice place. Mm. And expensive. We both got here and just went, no, we're not leaving. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like this joint. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, nice. Even when I'm back, when I go back to Sydney, I'm like, oh yeah, I've got to go back home. Here he goes, like, you're not from there, you fucking yeah. ratbag, motherfucker. <laughs> you're one of us. No, no, no. No, but uh, so you went, to, what's, what, you went to school? Yeah, so um, when I moved up, um, from Sydney, I went to Newcastle Grammar. It's from year forty six. <laughs> yeah, the only reason we went to Grammar is, is not for the for monetary reason, but we actually tried to get. We're living in uh, Merriweather, and we couldn't get in the Holy Family because there's four of us, and um, we couldn't get in there. All Joey's, so we, myself and my three sisters, ended up going to Grammar because they can fit all of us, and we all yeah. wanted to be together, obviously. But Did after all Joey's, Saint Joseph's in in, um, in the junction. The, oh. No, nah, I thought you meant Jonesy. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. um, yeah, so, and, and I was there for three years, and I just, no, no offense to Newcastle Grammar, but I hate it. There, there wasn't sport. Like, there wasn't, yeah. you couldn't play. Like, I came from a school in Sydney where you play tackle bull rush on the, you know, on yeah, the field. First stick city yeah, yeah. shit. <laughs> you go to Grammar, and you're like, no, you can't do that here, you know. You can't even play tips. You can't run, you know. You can't, if you jog that, just In case you trip. Yeah, 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 so. Fuck. 
Yeah. Can I play tips? No. no. And um, so I left there in year six, went to St. Pius, Pius 7 to 10, then SFX 11 12. So That's a massive footy school, eh, SFX? Yeah, well, Pius was originally too. We had a pretty good um, footy side. Like, and that was good. Like, you know, we played footy. I think there was seven and eights, eight nines, nines, tens. Year 10, sorry. And then, um, you know, we had a pretty good team. And then um, and then SFX is pretty pretty well known for their sport as well. And um, we didn't have the best side uh, when I was in year 11 and 12. But, um, yeah, previous people have been there. Obviously, yeah. have a good side. And, you know, they're, they're a good reputation school. Who do you play against when you're at SFX? Like Sydney schools or like? Well, there's two. There's called the, well, when I was there, it was the Schoolboys Cup. And that was the sport highs in Sydney, like the um, triple C, CHS, yeah. all that kind of shit. No, nah, well, this, the, like there's Western two sports. divisions. Yeah, yeah. We weren't as Catholic schools. We weren't allowed to verse Westfield sports high. Yeah, you know, because the they were CHS combined high schools, triple C's combined Catholic colleges. Yeah, 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 yeah. the but, representative stuff. But yeah, nah, yeah. but the good, the good Catholic schools are allowed to verse the sport highs, if that makes sense. Yeah, but okay. we're in the division below. Yeah. Which, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like so. It's funny because like kings and all that could play against. Yeah, well, like my year, well, actually, in in year twelve, um, I we had an okay side. Our year twelve side so would have beat Hunter Sports. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. But they played in the the better comp. Yeah. Oh right, if that right. makes sense. So, like Div two or something. Yeah, yeah, because of because you're not a sport, you're not a selective um, footy school. Yeah, yeah if that makes sure. sense. Yeah, but there is Catholic schools. That, um, what is it called? Like T TSP. Yeah, talented sports program set up. No, they've that? got that all. Oh, they've got all yeah. the hills and Westfields and all that shit. Yeah, but and I think the night of because we weren't a sports high, we weren't allowed to compete. So there was schoolboys cup and schoolboys trophy. So oh, we okay. weren't we weren't against um, the good sport eyes. But um, the best side was St Mary's actually Maitland. They used to give us a touch up. They were pretty good. Um, and um, you played for South throughout that whole time. Yeah, and then so South Newcastle from under nines or something right through to all. 17s. Slippery as yeah. 5'8", you'll ever see. Yeah, you were 5'8". <laughs> <laughs> I was playing, um, you know, we, we had a pretty good side. I think we won, and it's pretty well, oh, I don't know if it's well known. We played in every grand final from under 10s to under 17s. It's fucked up. And we lost one in under 13s, which I still remember pretty vividly against East Maitland. Um, we, I think we lost by four points, but we had a pretty bullshit <laughs> side. Like, we, we'd win grand finals, like... Um, 60 block for yeah and this is first like this is first like division, division like yeah, yeah yeah and we'd win like i think us under 17s we beat lakes or something like that, or raymond terrace or something like 40 to 6 or something like did they have the mercy rule up here no 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 there was no when, no, no. when we were younger <laughs> if you were beating a team by 50 points yeah. or more that was it game yeah. over whip them to death up here <laughs> Nah, we, we Run their mums on them or flog them too. No fucking, no courtesy in the country, eh? Yeah. Hey? No, fuck you, boy. You can stay on. Mate, we got that good. That we got, we got that good. That in under sixteens, play backwards. We got seriously. We, we got we, we won. Like I was saying, we won every comp till under sixteen or something. Then Tavita Pangai and Sione Mataria were playing for South as well, and they're two years younger than I am. And then they came into our side. So we already had a good side. <laughs> we already had a bullshit side. And then, you had these and two then we got these two coming in, and they were two years younger than us, and they were just dominating. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just like we just started dominating even more. So. But anyway, I used to play, like you said, I used to play halves, and then got a bit big and skinny and scorn, and then moved into the back row. So. What age were you when you moved in the back row? I think it was about under 15s. 
Oh, so you've been playing it for a while. I thought you were in fucking like nah. halves up until like fucking SJ Paul nah, or something. No, 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 no. It's because Keno used to play Sam Keno. It, mm. it was me and Jared Rodimer through to about under oh, 13s, 14s, yeah. And then Keno was playing halves. He was playing lock. And then he was, he was a better ball. He was way better than me. And um, so they kind of pushed me out. You go play. You know, back row, Kino, Kino, you go, you go play the hearts with rots. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, had you hit your growth spurt by then? Nah, nah. And, and we'll just try still, this to see how it works. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. And, and then, you're gone. you know, I was, I was getting pushed out the back door and then, and then I got a bit taller and I was like, oh, this back row business isn't too bad. Cause, and then I ended up filling out. So, um, you know, halves no more. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so did you, were you always picked in the rep, se- like rep side? Like we, did you play the mats, the SG ball, all that kind of stuff? No, nah, well, like I was saying, um, I wasn't in the mats. Well, mats is 17s now and balls 19s, but when I was Oh, there, is it? Well, they changed it. We're, mm. we're it used going to be 16s and 17s. Well, they changed it last, this year, because COVID last year, all the 16-year-olds. Oh, yeah, they missed a whole year of rep yeah, footy, okay. so they, I'm not sure if they're going to move it back. I'm, it it kind of sets a higher precedence now, because then what all you about the boys? Year. Yeah, what about for yeah. next year? You can't just go back a year, because then all those yeah. boys miss a year, so... Um, but yeah, back to sixteens. I didn't play that. Like I said, I was I was a, I was pretty small, not small, but like I was skinny and lanky, and I didn't really wasn't that interested in footy. Um, it was more surfing, and um, yeah, so I didn't play ball. Uh, sorry, I didn't play mats. And then under seventeens, um, we went. That was our last year. And I started growing a little bit and started getting a bit taller and filling out a little bit, and then played ball. Um, which is nights eight, mm. 18s, and then um, from then. But I was always in, you know, like the um, like the summer squad. It was never oh like yeah. I wasn't the, the guy being picked. I was kind of always the, on the fringe. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on the fringe, and you know, I only played. You're in the thirty man squad. Yeah, I was in. <laughs> I played probably. I played like five or six uh, ball games, and then I hurt. Then I hurt this shoulder for the first time, and I had to get a reco when I was 17, 18, and then. Then under twenties was in. This was when twenties came through, and it was actually pretty good. Twenties used yeah. to be, you yeah, know, used to be televised, and fucking yeah. you thought you were killing awesome. it playing twenties, and really. And then I was again, and then they they still took me into the summer squad again, and um, it was only meant to be for the summer. Um, but anyway, and then went progressed from there, and I'm having ended up getting a little bit bigger, and then played first year twenties, and I was playing a bit of um, local league with South grade local league. Um, when I didn't get picked for the first year twenties, and then when um, you were like nineteen or something, yeah, when I was yeah nineteen, and then um, the second year twenties, then played every game, and then moved on to first grade. They encourage you to play in the local league if you don't get picked for the twenties. Yeah, yeah, that's um. Well, you well, got a, you've heard some men. You, you had a year of cup in there, didn't you? Yeah, sorry, first grade squad. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, full, yeah, time. full time, full yeah, time, full time, and then um, but going back to yeah, they want you to play first against the blokes. against yeah against men. It's yeah. talking shit like. Playing first grade CS is way harder than playing a game under twenties. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Like they're more skillful in twenties, maybe, but yeah. you get way more bashed up. Yeah, playing. you're getting whacked. <laughs> Especially where you're playing. Some been laying bricks for <laughs> all week. I'm gonna smash this. <laughs> I swear to God, I remember my. I still remember I was playing my first first grade game. I was 18, or yeah, I was 18, or maybe 19. I'm not sure. And I was playing front row. I was playing in the middle for CS and I come off the bench, and I, I think I took a kick off the. Um, Hit up, up off the, the kickoff, kick and I think it was Mark Defour, and he just... Oh, no. I swear to God, and he just levelled me. And I remember, I, I was seeing stars, and I was like, oh, fuck, welcome <laughs> to fucking first grade. And then, uh, then I just... You, that's you t- that's that typical it. fucking park footy chat oh, to a, welcome to first grade, like, 
finger in your eye. And and they kind of know, yeah, they know yeah, you've, you've come back in yeah, from yeah. you know the twenty system, and they just want to fuck who's this guy? Show him what fucking local league's like. And Newcastle local league's fucking good. Yeah, like, fucking know, like, you know good. I mean? It's not like playing. And what's um, the um what's the, the difference in how would you say it, professionality? Like when you go from professionalism, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> One of the isms. Yeah, one of the isms. A couple of tisms. Uh, when you go from playing like park footy where it's all like, oh, fucking, I'll go out there and bash in, mm. fucking this, that and the other, and then going back and playing 20s or cup, and it's a it's a job. Yeah, well, well obviously, the one, you're working still. You know, the boys who play... Um, the what were you doing league. for work? Well, I was studying... Oh, work studying. I was, definitely <laughs> I was fucking around. In, in, <laughs> in 20s, you, you had either had to work full time or study. And um, I was studying, so I was a bit like, oh, fuck this. I don't have to work, so it was good. So I, I studied and I just did a bit of work here and there, like labour and just um, little bits and pieces. And then um, and then when first grade come around, then you just mm. don't work. And I, but I, I continued to study, which is good. Um, but, yeah, what... What are you saying? What's it like? Yeah, yeah. Well, so work and so those blokes, you know, in the local league, you work all fucking day and then you get obviously you go train them. When do they train? Monday, Wednesday, Friday? Yeah. Or maybe even two days a week and fuck. Like, I sometimes reckon, fuck. Honestly, working all day fuck and going know. to training is playing footy, like pre season and RL pre season. Look, it's fucking hard. Yeah. Right? It's fucking, it's, it's mentally hard, it's physically hard, but. Depending on what you do for, for if you're a fucking like you said a bricky or something, and you're going <laughs> to fucking up. and you're going to fucking training on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday doing fitness, I'll be at the fucking ground at Leamont going, and I'm not fucking doing laps. I just laid fucking a thousand bricks in forty degree fucking heat. You know yeah. what I mean? You know what's yeah, the I hardest know. part about that is you you'll get home, have a little bit of couch time, and then you got to peel yourself off the couch to go to training. It's not like you're going like, straight one from yeah, one to like, the other. Like, fuck. That the hardest thing about NRL, you've got to be on twenty four, you know, twenty four seven. You know, every, every morning you rock up like fuck. You can be a trade in, you can have like a day. You just oh, fuck, dude, you know, yeah, you yeah. fuck around for a day. Yeah, make it up the next day. Sort yeah, of. yeah. That, 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 when you're training, you, it's you, it's more about it's like I said, it's physically hard, but a, a lot to do is, is mental. You got to be fucking on most of the time, well, a lot of the time, and then it's hard to get. This is what people talk. It's hard to actually get away from it. You know, oh, you're yeah. always and like in season, you're always like. You know, we get some days off, but when when you're on the days off, you're always doing like either video or doing other stuff. And then you play a game, and then you know you're getting either criticised or something about your game. So it's just it's just a constant like um, no, not a battle, but you know you, you're always it's always in your mind. Yeah, yeah, like you occupies. Yeah, you're much always on. Yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things too. I heard uh, I say it on his podcast. Mm. He says it's the only job in the world where you get judged week to week. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like fucking... Like you go... Like a normal person, they work nine to five and they shut off. That work's yeah. done until nine o'clock the next morning. You know what I mean? It's mm. just a... So... Yeah. But how did you go in 20s? Did you just have a good go? I know you've made the... In cup, you've made the grand final. Yeah, so I had 20 side. Um, and was, I had a, a weird knack of having... Like playing with good sides. Mm. And, and it's good because, you know, it brings yeah. your, your quality yeah, of up. Of course. Um, <laughs> besides the three wooden spoons, I fucking won coming in. <laughs> <laughs> But um, our, our twenty side more wooden spoons than we've won in the Our twenty side, their second year, we're a really good side. I think there's like ten or eleven of us that actually played great, continue on great, and we we won fucking like sixteen straight, we unfair, like fucking flying high, flying. I think we lost like two or three games all year. Minor premiers by shitload, and then um, 
Here we go. We walked in. We beat. We beat. Um, we beat. This is the old story. Fucking happens to a few. Um, we beat the Dragons. The last round game, like round twenty six, like forty to ten or something ridiculous. And then we versed them. They came eighth, and we versed them. It used to be the old comp one va. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Versed them the next week. They fucking dusted us up. We're like, <laughs> oh fuck. And then we're like, fuck. Yeah, right. Oh, fair enough. And then so, we, and then we had the Warriors, and the Warriors were either in twenties. You know, that the, was when the Warriors. Some boys, well, well, some some boys. You know, they go like this. They oh, yeah. can't see me. They're hot one week, shit out the next. Hot one week, shit out. And the Warriors mm. being typical of that in the younger grades. Yeah, yeah, of course. And um. And then they came to Sydney, it was, a, it was at AMZ Stadium, and they flogged us. What, in the like, semi to get into the, the final? No, no, well, yeah, it was the second semi, so yeah. we won. So we got a second chance because we, we won. So what's that? It, it becomes a minus, minor, yeah. well, whatever it was. So we went bang, bang out, out the back door. Oh, out straight sets. Straight sets. Uh, that I was think, disappointing. I think my brother's team went on to beat the yeah, Warriors that, that, yeah. that year. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're then, right. You just played again. You just played them in the grand final in the cup. And then year, the next eh? year, we um, <laughs> that was a funny year. And the next year, we had another good side because the majority of us twenties boys went up and played cup. And then we had a few old heads like um, Clint Newton, who was dropping back, and he was really good for oh, us. Yeah. Really good for us young boys. And um, you know, we had a really good, like, we had a really fun year that year. Like it was, it was tough because grade weren't going that good. I think that was our first wooden spoon, but we were going good, so it was a, it was a weird, like... It does happen like that. Weird like, dynamic, eh? Yeah. When like, the first grade's sort of not performing and then the second grade team's usually kicking us. Yeah. It does happen like that. Like, like I remember... Like, like you want to be all happy and chirpy around training, but it's miserable seeing because like, the older boys are fucking losing. 2015 was a weird year. Like, they won their first five and they were flying. This is great. Um, they were flying. Um, the town was up. Yeah, everyone, and, and you know, we had a really good side. You know, we had kids, you know, Jeremy Smith, we still like, you know, a lot of old heads, yeah. which are really good. Like, Gags was there, and we and BJ Lalu, like, fuck, we had a good side. Yeah, Snowy, I mean, the list goes on anyway. Yeah. Um, and then we just started losing. I think we were on a hectic losing streak, and then then Stoney got the sack, um, and then Bedsy came in as tear, uh, caretaker, and then and they just kept. It was fucking weird. We won a few games and then it came down in the last game. I think we had to beat Dragons or something and we lost. Uh, but we we were still going good in Cup. And, yeah, so it was a weird dynamic because we were going good. And then, yeah, we just went on a roll that year and we fucking ended up winning the reserve grade comp, which was pretty good, pretty yeah. special thing. 2015. 2015. Did you just win? Well, we won the New South Wales Cup and then you verse, you verse the Queensland oh, yeah. side. But we took it like we, – we beat um, – Final that year, beat Because um, when was it when you played Mobile in the grand final? Who did we beat? Who did we beat? Um, no, that's Wyong twenty fifteen. I don't know. Was yeah, we won the twenty fifteen Cup grand final, mm. but then we versed um, you versed the Queensland yeah, Cup yeah. winner, and that that was Ipswich Jets and Fernand. That was the first year. I don't know if anyone knows or you guys know about the Ipswich Jets. They're those um. Those two brothers, the Walker brothers, and they play like weird footy. Like they kick on the kickoff, they try to kick it out and like drop. Fuck. They play up. NRL yeah. like you're playing on PlayStation. Yeah, <laughs> they they do just weird like kick on the first tackle, chip and chase, oh, just like yeah. throw the team out, and they they end up putting on a fair 
Like they were on that day. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, a no, shit no, go, no. eh? You got to play the winner of the Q Cup on the grand final day because you don't get to celebrate your grand final well, win. But you do. That's the thing. Well, we, 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 had a pretty, <laughs> like, we, we said, look, we won New South Wales Cup. That's us. We played New South Wales Cup all year. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. we don't give a fuck about the Queensland winners. Like, who yeah. cares? So we we had a pretty good. So arm. you roll into camp like Munster after you run the final. Well, kind of, yeah. Well, I think we <laughs> rolled in on the the Wednesday or something. Like, oh, fuck, we got to play a game Saturday, and we only had one fuck. session. Yeah, and then. But we, you know, we all, you still go out there and you want you play hard. Yeah, we were just like fuck, end up dusting us up. But so that's twenty fifteen. It's twenty fifteen. Talk, talk us through the second of August round twenty one against St George Illawarra. Yeah, so my debut was. Yeah, yeah, so how'd you get the call yeah. up? How'd that come about? So that was twenty fifteen. That was the same year. So at the it was actually so Stony had got sacked. Um, we were doing pretty good in um, cup in cup, and there was a bit of a call for like you know these cup boys are going so good these yeah. NRL. You know, they're not going so well. Bedsy came in, he's like, you know, what what needs to change? And there was myself, I was playing some pretty good footy, and Rossi. And yeah, Nathan yeah. Ross and, um, um, he actually told Rossi he was going to play. So, um, you know, Rossi, you know, was prepared to train all week. I'd, I'd been 18th man maybe like three or four times throughout the year. So I kind of like been in the sheds around that. But I knew I was never going to play. I was never really in the mix to play. Is that annoying? No, nah, no, I was frothing. Like, I was, yeah, I was like, fuck, boys. yeah, like this is this is what NRL is about. Like you do everything but run out and feel yeah. like you know what I mean. You prepare with the NRL boys. You, Are you, you warm p- up. fucking pumped? Yeah, yeah. You fucking nervous as fuck still. Like because yeah, yeah. if anyone goes down, you're in. You're in. But the odds are someone going down. To be, you know, That's cool. You're going through the motions like you're about to go. Yeah, on. So yeah, mentally yeah. you're about yeah, to go yeah, on the so, wall. And um, yeah. So then that that I think it was I was actually at um. The other boys used to live in Bar Beach Avenue, and I think we we're having beers or something. It was like a Thursday <laughs> night or Wednesday night or something. Yeah, and like, what are you doing? Nothing, yeah, no, heading to customs. <laughs> and Veggie called me, and he's like, um, and he's like, um, what's going on? Oh, he's like, what's going on? I was like, oh, not a lot. I'm like, at the boys' house, so and go out, go inside because there's like music and shit. Yeah, he's probably thinking, what the fuck's going on here? He's like, um, made up. So, he, early in the week, he said, I'll be adding man again because. Um, um, Dorf, what's his name? Um, one of the players I should I should know. Um, anyways, one of the old heads we had at a team um, was under concussed. He got concussed week four, and he was under injury cloud. So I was kind of like, oh, I'm not going to play. Like, and then he called me. He's like, look, I think you're going to play, mate. And I was like, fuck, what do you mean? And he's like, yeah, I think you'll make your debut. And I was like, and I was at the boys' house. And I was like, fucking rattled. I don't. Yeah, and then I was like, white eyes, and I walked back out of the boys, and they were all pissed. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I'm like, they were all pissed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <that was> <laughs> and, um, and, they're like, and they're like, what's happening? I was like, oh, I think I'm playing, eh? And they're like, fuck off. And yeah, 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 yeah. So, hey, I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah so it ended up being pretty cool, because like, I was with all the yeah, boys. And, um, and then obviously. We've got to share that together. That's so yeah, yeah. And then. Um, it wasn't at that yellow house, was it? Pairs and that used to live. And the what? Yeah, remember the old party house? Yeah, at Bar Beach Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's a good house, that one. That was a great house. That was a good house. So, and then, so we went down there and um, that day we played at Cogra, I think it was. Um, was it Cogra? Was that? So, yeah, yeah, Cogra. Oh, it was, yeah, it was yeah, against it was, St. George. I'm yeah, not sure where you no, played was, in Wollongong yeah, or Cogra. No, it was Cogra. Yeah, so. And then. Um, so, from that phone call, you were no longer 18th man, you were now 17th yeah, man or number 11? No, I was I was off the bench. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was I was on the bench, and um, and Bedsy didn't really know like where I was going to play, what was going to happen. Um, at the start of it, at, at, on kickoff, um, Snowy actually got knocked out. The really, first, first kickoff, and I was like, 
What the fuck? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm not going on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going on now. Give it 20, coach. Wait till they're tired. And they just reshuffled the pack like, yeah. all around. And the plan was for me to play 10 minutes either side at halftime, which they do with a lot of debutants because, you know, it's yeah, yeah, a bit yeah. slower, that back end. Just and then, bleeding them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and the first 40 after. Anyway, so. And then, so that threw everything into, like, chaos because, you know, we're down to three on the bench now. Yeah. And then we had to shuffle the cards, obviously, and then. So I didn't get on the first half, and um, you know that was fucking nerve wracking. You 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 lose you, the amount of nervous energy you get just sitting there, you know, like shaking. And then um, and then I think it was ten minutes in the second half, he called me on, and I was like, fuck. And I was playing in the middle. I wasn't playing back row. So, oh right. And for playing in the middle, you end up in the washing machine. It's it's the anyone who plays in the middle eighty minutes in the NRL are freaks. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I swear yeah. to God, like. It is chaos in there, like, and you just get so tired. No matter how fit you are, and it's it's hard work. Yeah. And um, I didn't play much in the middle, and I went on in the middle, and I was just in the washing machine for about twelve minutes, and I completely <laughs> gassed. I was lactating everywhere, like I think legs, I remember this. Legs, arms, gone. My, have you ever lactated in your arms? No, nah, never. In the quads, <laughs> I have. Like, in the yeah, arms. like seriously. Like, I was just in the washing machine, and I still remember people saying, "Of oh, uh, this young, this young boy, oh, fucking get out of him. He's fucked." This is probably after about five minutes. Like, oh, they're yeah, chipping you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah, fuck damn right, I'm fucked. Like, like, <laughs> like your third man out of tackle, you can barely get out. Your legs are wobbling. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, and then so. <laughs> And I remember coming to the sideline and they'd use like, someone said, how was that? And I go, fuck, to be honest, I can't even remember it. Yeah. Like, it was just like, I swear to God, it was just like a, it was a weird, I don't know, it was a weird 12 minutes. And I barely can remember it because everything was just happened so fast. Adrenaline was pumping. And then um, and then I went back on later in the game, which is better um, oh, for yeah. another you know, eight or 10 minutes. So you played the end of the game. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, so that was a bit better. But yeah, that fucking first 12 minutes, tough work. Did you take the win in that game? <laughs> we were... <laughs> We were actually up at half time by about, I think, 12. And, and I think I come on, yeah. <laughs> and we're not losing by about 12, I think. So. <laughs> yeah. so tell me honestly, what did you do with your first grade bonus? I didn't get one. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. Why not? So, um, so I'd signed that year. So I went on a, what they, what they call it now, is like minimum wage. And um, so you just get that. You get like a thousand a week and, and you just... Um, and you're playing cup. I was on cup matches, yeah, yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. you're you're on the lower low. And um, and I only I only signed one year after twenties, and then um, and then I didn't negotiate uh, playing um, Play a grade bonus. A grade bonus. Did you have a manager at this stage? Um, no, nah, I didn't. And you that didn't. was that wasn't that wasn't nothing. I didn't. They just said, they look, look at you and get busy manager. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, this is that, your contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it was just our twenties. They're like, yeah. So what they kind of do if you're not like. They, they say, yeah, you get a pre-season, you do this, put you on minimum wage. And, and when I was fucking 20, I'm like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking give us that. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then so and then I'd signed um, – I actually signed midway th- – I, I signed three-quarters of the way at the end of the season through Cup, and, but I'd signed for 2016-17. Yeah. So I had one in there. So signing bonus there. Mm. I mean, uh, debut bonus in 16-17. Yeah. Okay, okay. No one thought I was going to debut on, in 15, so yeah. I didn't actually get it, which I, I didn't care. I'd yeah, take, I'd take a fucking NRL debut over, I think it's like five grand anyway. Yeah, so yeah. And it all, it all fucking evens itself out after a matter of time. So, But the best thing was, I was getting, um, and not a lot of people were, I was getting cup matches 
And it was like 500 bucks matches plus your NRL. Plus full-time wages. Plus full-time wages. And that year, I think we played like 30 cup games because, you know, we went like right through <laughs> And so I was laughing, yeah. So oh, yeah, sweet. Yeah. What was it like, um, you know, had, had that always been a kind of dream for you to play first grade, like since you were playing footy? And like you said before, you were more into surfing and that. Did you just kind of take it as it came or? Yeah, I was always, I was never the old, you know, this guy's a superstar, like. You know, you know the blokes are yeah, superstars. The play Origin yeah. 16, 17, 18s, yeah. 20s. Um, and I was I was a good junior to about, like I said, under 13s or 14s. Like I was I was a good footy player. And I kind of said, oh, yeah, being a footy player would be mad. You know, when you're a young kid, yeah. you know, fuck, yeah, I want to be a footy player. I'm going to grow up. But as I got to about 15, 16, I was like, no, oh, fuck, I'm not going to play first grade. Like, <laughs> it's like... That, your mentality is fifteen, sixteen. If you're not playing, if you're if you th- if you're not playing for the Knights when you're fucking sixteen, you think it's all over. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, I'm not going to play first grade anyway. So, um, you know, I was surfing and I was just fucking around, being sixteen year olds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Think and, about um, other stuff. Yeah, other stuff. <laughs> and, uh, in out, in yeah. out. <laughs> and it was quite funny for me because I was like you said, I was just going with the flow for a lot of it. Like eighteen's going with the flow, like, and then came into twenties, and then we just playing really good and then you know i got that pre-season and we started playing good for cup and yeah. it was just it was kind of just rolling just on like no one no one kind of like i wasn't signed for four years as an 18 year old kind of thing it was kind of a year at a time kind of thing for me you're pushing hard though yeah yeah obviously yeah. because because you enjoy playing yeah. footy but i was never thinking oh fuck i'm gonna make a you know long career this kind of thing but as it did and i think down the track like 2016 i was um, I only played maybe like five games when I was in 2016, and I was thinking I was off contract again. I was like, um, no, was that 2017? Yeah, sorry, I was off contract, and I was thinking, ah, oh, is footy actually even for me? You know, it, did you have a manager at this stage, 2016? Yeah, yeah. So someone had come through. Yeah, and said, yeah, no, mate, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I'd for 16, 17, and and I'd only played like I think I played six games in 2016, and then I started in reserve grade in 2017 um, for the first like. Six rounds, something, and then you think, you know, am I going to be a footy player or should I just do something else? Go overseas, um, you know, play, you know, France, do do something like that, travel, you know, and do something. But um, I kind of, you kind of have to make a decision. You got to put your all your eggs in that one basket and go for it. Yeah, Otherwise, you regret it later you know, if you don't. And you know. exactly, and that was a conversation I always had myself. And what you got to say. Oh well, fuck! I might as well do this. It's better than working. Well, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So, some days, some days you think it's not, but fuck, it always is. You know what I mean? So, so that's sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, so sixteen, seventeen. So sixteen, I, I had a bit of a shit year in both um, at Cupside. Shit, um, or not shit? It wasn't as <laughs> good as it. Brutal. We were shit. Yeah, well, it was weird because again, a lot of the boys, a lot of um, the boys started playing grade, and then. I don't know what happened to our cup side, but we weren't as good. And then, um, you know, and then and then grade weren't going good. And I was in and out. Like I said, I only played like maybe six games. I had a few injuries in 2016 and then rolled on to 2017. I thought I had a pretty good preseason 2017. and Rolling um, into 2017. Rolling in 2017. And um, I was like, oh, yeah, this, this could be a big year. Like I was 23. And then um, I started the year in reserve grade and there's a few young blokes playing over the top of me. I was like, fuck. Yeah, like, am I ever going to get another game? Newy guys or guys that they yeah, brought Newy, in? Nah, yeah. Newy, Newy blokes and and they're good players too. But I was thinking, fuck, am I ever going to get like another shot at this kind yeah. of thing? And and I think the Knights were thinking at that time, you know, I don't know if he's going to play first grade again. You know, it's mm. a bit of it. And then um, 
I got a game early, like I think it was around seven or eight in 2017 and then um, had an all right game and then from 2017 onwards just rest history. So you just sort of kept rolling off the back of that one good game that got picked next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And week. then and then you end up cementing a spot and then we started um we started winning some games and you know, it was a weird time because when you know, when we didn't have it, it would have been tough, man, for, for the coach, for Brownie, the coach, for the administrator, like for the side we had and like we were getting smoked by teams like fifty, forty, everyone mm. can remember it. And, yeah. And so if if you think like if you if they see players, you know, they got some you know, potentially when they're young and whatever, they're kind of a bit like, right, we've got to develop these. You know, these are our future, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's they, – they, these boys are going to be here for a while. You, you need to keep playing. You need to – got to know what first grade's about to be a good first grade player. You don't come into first grade being a good player, you know what I mean? Yeah. you got to, you got to kind of – I'm um, just sort of thinking, like, contractually, is it hard to negotiate your track your contract when fucking – you're not going so well. The team's not going so well. Like yeah, it is. How do you sort yeah. of market yourself? Not for him because when they were going shit, he was scoring meat pies yeah. every other fucking game. Yeah, but I wasn't on big cash. Oh, jeez, they, they they were throwing cash at. They were trying to throw cash at at um, marquee players, well established marquee players. Yeah. And um, you know, in twenty, like twenty seven, what was that? I, I can't even think. Like you know, the Hockos. Like you know, Hockey mm. came up here. He took a big yeah. punt to come up here and. Um, unfortunately, didn't work out for Hockey. He's a legend, Hockey. He he did some good things for the club, and, yeah. he, and he got he got probably asked a bit, you know, the way he wouldn't like, which is unfortunate. But um, you know, we, had, we and they were trying to get some good marquee players in the club, which we needed around. You know, there was a core of like you know the young boys, like the two Sass, for example, and then Mitch Barnett came. He you know went out on limb and left Canberra to come up this way, and um, you know, the, like I said, there's a few young blokes there. And, they kind of needed people around us to kind of show them the way, show, show us the way, yeah. And so, so it was a hard, like I said, it would have been hard for Brown and 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 the um, administration, the administration, to try to find that balance between. Look, we need to develop all these young boys, but we need we we need to buy some people to put put them around them to show yeah. them the way. So, so what, you penned a deal on 2017 to sort of hang around the nights, or was that so? Cool? Yeah, in the 2017, I signed another two years, and that was. 18, 19. Yeah, 18, 19. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 18, 19. And then, um, so obviously we had a pretty good year. Well, not a pretty good year. 2018, um, you know, that was when KP came. And, and you know, that was kind of um, KP, Connor, and a few other boys, you know, they, they, they went out on him to come to Newey. And, um, you know, the Tim Glasby's kind of like, you know, that, those kind of blokes who, um, you know, took a shot, came up to here, tried to build this club, moving forward and, um, you know, and I think they did that. And, um, yeah. You know, we, we showed some pretty good signs in 2018, 2019. Oh, yeah, sorry. And then midway through 2018, I re-signed for another two years. Then 2019, we probably – we had a good side and that was the year that Brownie got sacked. Um, I felt sorry for him, eh? Yeah, well, look, it, like, I, I got along with Brownie really well. And he, he's, a good, he's a good man. And, you know, he did such a good job, like I was saying, to try yeah. to get players around us to, you know, to build this club. We were at rock bottom, you know. We won three fucking wooden spoons. Like, how worse mm. can you get? And he built the club back up to a point, you know, where we're competitive for that eight again. So, it's fuck, it's always the coach's fault for some reason. Yeah, isn't it? in right. the media yeah. and everything like the coach's head always rolls before the players. Sorry, I got to clear my throat. <laughs> No, yeah, but you're All right, because everyone, everyone's looking for a fucking finger to point, and they've got to point it somewhere. 100%, and it's easier to point at one coach and yeah. a fucking squad of 30 players, so. Um, yeah, and then, 
Yeah, so anyway, we've been building since probably, yeah. what, 20, when this, when did everyone, when was the clean out? Maybe 2016, 2017. And, and I feel like we've got a pretty good squad now. Like, you know, yeah, the, David, the David Clemens to come up here, you know, not knowing Newcastle, like he didn't even, I don't know if he'd have been to Newcastle a few times. Still allowed in that or? No, he's a good man. You can be a good man, man and be a lad. Yeah, well, he's a Camden boy. He's not, yeah. Oh, I think he's Camden. Is he a good fella? Up. Yeah, he's a ledge. Yeah, yeah. real good family man. Great father. You um, never see him out on the piss, do you? At yeah. the pubs or anything like that, eh? Yeah. Oh, he stays away. He, he's, he lives out at Lake Macquarie and he, he just goes down in a little, you know, the bolo's down there. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, he's kind of, he's an old soul. For, yeah, you yeah, know, right He's right 27, but he's an old soul. You know, he's got four kids. He just rather, you know, yeah. a couple of beers, a couple of bets. And he seems like a big old bad, you know, like how, how he plays, you know, he's a bit of an enforcer kind of thing. And like, do you remember when he tried to have that like trendy haircut? Everyone's like, nah, cut, I mean, shave your head. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a mad, he's got a mad, um, what we used to call it. The fob cuts, yeah, 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 yeah. the I fast know, cuts. Know, <laughs> know. I don't know if anyone takes that, but in the footy world, that's what we used to call them. You know, yeah, you handy. The, you got the hairy in the back and the most short. likely Don Pub, Don Pepino, yeah, Don Pepino, <laughs> bleach blonde at the back <laughs> there too. Yeah, you know yeah, the blonde yeah. tips and that. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you had a few. But no, I just had the OG fro. Mate, T used to always rep those cuts. Darby O'Leary and Connor O'Leary, that was specials for him. Mm. Darby's got another. Darby's got one now. He saw, mullet. He, he saw me go. walk home with a mullet one day and he's like, Oh, that looks fast. 29 and we a mullet. Started, yeah, we started playing fucking, uh, started playing Oztag and thought, Oh, let's get the footy cuts back yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they get I wanted a mullet for years, but now every other cunt's got one. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. want one yeah. anymore. Yeah. Everyone's, yeah. Everyone in there are rocking them out. The short back, you know, they got that. Well, they got that little bit of a mo mullet. Yeah, mo yeah. mullet. Yeah. That and like, um, like boys in year seven and stuff at the local. Club. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> over the now, kids were no. going to school with a shit mullet. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I saw something they, they're banning it. Schools in Sydney are banning the mullet. Shit, you know, Mate, I don't know. I they need to be fucking. You know what they need to ban? Vapes. Newy High apparently Mate. is fucking riddled with them. Apparently, Pice is bad for them too. Well, apparently, it must be all fucking schools. all schools because yeah. they're the thing now and they're not illegal. They're not, yeah, they're not ciggies. Yeah, I can't ban mullets. That's like banning Vegemite. I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I'll find the article. I, it's <laughs> I don't, yeah. Yeah, well, hey, I believe you that they're going to do it. I want to find uh, it. Any fucking way. We were talking about, you were talking about um, how your mentality was around the club at that kind of stage. What, give us a bit of an insight on what the Knights do do to train your mentality, like footy wise, like mental health wise, and like just, I know you've always been a fucking sensible cunt when you have to be and you've got a good head on your shoulders, but like, what is it? Just tell us, first of all, what it's like having, like, being fucking 18, 19, 20. Being on like good money, playing footy, and then you're just going on a tear on a night out with your mates, and you've always got to be kind of on guard. Mm. Yeah, well, like is that frustrating a bit? It's f well, yeah, it's funny you say that because I, I, all these young boys, we got a young squad at the moment. Well, sorry, not a young squad. We got a, a young core of boys, or you know, between the age of eighteen and twenty, that have been training with us at the moment. And I always say, honestly, and for the boys that. It's a hard one because the boys have been playing great since they're 18. Like you said, they've mm. been on good money. You know, they've, they've got the world at their feet. You know, they've got everything. But when I was 18 to 20, I was going out, you know, living a life of an 18, 20-year-old. Yeah. And mm. I think they'd done me good. Mm. You know what I mean? Cause, Getting it out of the system. Yeah, but and I just have fun. You're always with your mates. But yeah. at 18 and 19, like, like in, in 20s, like, we're going out Wednesday night, Union night, going out Friday night. We played Sunday. Mm. And then... You know, going out Sunday night after a game, <laughs> going back out Wednesday night, Union night, and just doing all the game. But the boys, the boys, um, 
and then sorry by the time you're in grade and you're 21 22 you're not really doing that anyway yeah you know what i mean and then a bit you obviously just go out after a game of footy or whatever but the boys who are 17 18 now train grade they don't get to experience that and yeah. It, it, it kind of is It can be super Well they hard do for And fuck up well, But that's well, the thing like, that's, that's what I want to get That's what I mean they, they probably fuck up Because they're You know They, they they're don't acting their age That's right Yeah they're yeah. kids And yeah. you know And they're, they're put on this pedestal As an NRL player And you know Meant what, to be a role model like When we were, when we were 18, 19 Just because You know The amount of shit we were doing But if you're, if you're on the If you're in the Bubble of an NRL world It's so bad like, you know, yeah, you look, You looked at as a role model But you yeah. really, realistically You're, you're only on the back end of puberty yeah, yeah, 100%. You, <laughs> you know what I mean I, I heard this thing they should do an experiment like talking about rugby league players and all these young guys they got to be fucking you know they got to be these role models for young kids and stuff and they should give uni students because you're the same age you get when you go to uni mm. or at the at that age kind of thing give them fucking 300,000 or 200 grand a year mm. and see if they can fucking complete uni mm. Oh, yeah. Fuck no, they wouldn't. I've been all a few of those uni bar nights. It gets fucked up. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. So and and you know, there's a constant. And I, I think it's hard. There's a constant, um, you know, battle with some blokes about being, you know, you got your footy world, and you just want to be, you want to be, you know, a twenty year old kid. You know mm, what I mean? Yeah. Like so, and you know, there's a fine line, like you're saying, between, you know, being a rat bag and. As a spectator and getting caught, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> as a spectator, you lose sight of how young the players actually oh, are yeah, because sure. you're watching them and they're on TV. Yeah. Like, like you, you're only 27 or 28. 27, yeah. Yeah, so what we're watching oh, on TV, and, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, running around yeah. and stuff. We think, <laughs> oh, yeah, like he's older, yeah. sort of thing. But yeah. you're still, they're not even 30 yet. Yeah, no, no. Nah, nah, and these guys are even younger than you. That's like, what I mean. Ponger and stuff. 100. You're 22 year olds running around. Like, fuck. When you like, just think about when you're 22, all the shit you get up to, and like. You do half of that when you when you're in the NRL world and you get ridiculed and criticised for you know being a kid. Yeah. Got to come out but with I guess formal so. statements but to say sorry. Know, and nah, shit. but people would be like, "Oh, well, fuck, you're an NRL player. You, you know, comes with the part territory. And yeah. But yeah, and I get that. But you know, it can, it, like you said, the mentality it can be hard. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. And and they and there is times where people fuck up and they got to own that. And but then you know you're still a fucking like you yeah. said, a kid. So what do they do on the other side of that for like your? Mental state, like when you use a do they do you do you have like not like a do you have sports psychologists and stuff at the clubs for when you are having those years where you're copping fucking three wooden spoons in a row, like yeah, do they yeah. have people like to yeah, there's plenty of likes, you know, there's you know, in there, you, yeah, your resources almost you know, limitless, like you can, mm-hmm. you, you, there's psychs, I don't know if you see them, um, I don't know if people see them, they kind of keep them, so if they want to see a yeah. site, you know, it's between them and them. and you know, there's people at the club, like welfare managers and, um, you know, there's mentors that come in and, you know, mentor players, mentor coaches to try to, like, you know, for them. So, yeah, there's there's a whole, there's a whole, there's a vast array of um, resources for, yeah, for yeah. people in their mental health. Not only resources for physical, because that's what the game is, you know, there's yeah. so many physical um, resources in staff-wise and performance coaches. But, yeah, the headspace coaches, there is a lot of them. But it's funny I say, but at some clubs maybe there's not there's not enough. I'm not sure. I can't. It's hard for me to say because I haven't been to any other club. But um, it is sad to see the amount of you know twenty twenty something year olds who go through like mental battles when when well, you know they're in the peak of their life playing NRL and yeah. Well, even like look, look at G- GI yeah. top yeah. of the game, one of the fucking one hundred percent shit like that. Yeah. On, so, you know. But you know, just got to yeah. talk about it. Just got to talk. Oh. About it. It's uh yeah, it can be a touch touchy subject, and for blokes who are playing NRL, you know that 
you know, they're meant to be seen as these big macho tough yeah, guys, yeah. and you know, they don't want to be seen as these. I feel like that that image is dying though, slowly, but it's fucking, yeah. it's slowly yeah, dying, that's good, eh? and yeah, it's fucking probably, good, man. Yeah. I was just gonna say that before when you were saying that like young guys getting on the piss and all, all the rest of it, like. They're role models on the rest of it. These are types of people who run full tilt into other men who are trying to take their head off. Like they're not just your average. And then you're asking yeah. them to just behave and sit still and be quiet. Like yeah. They're not their average run of mill person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. like the Colosseum warriors or something in the new age. And you ask them drink alcohol and just sit down yeah, over there and just be quiet. Yeah. Obviously, they've got some sort of shit going on in their brain and wants them to kick you, off. Yeah, you, you ask them to not drink for four months and do eat <laughs> eat well, train hardest, do this, do that. But when you do have a drink, just make sure you, you know, one drink a month, make sure you only have your six beers and you sit there like, a, you know what I mean? And I think, you know, that's, that's when, when a lot of the time it's when, you know, when like your mad Mondays and shit, when they let loose because, you know, they haven't been able yeah. to for you know, a long, a prolonged period of time. And I don't, that's no excuse, but. Who's your favourite to get on the piss with from the nights? <laughs> don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, look, we got a pretty yeah. There's no, there's no one real favorite because you know every yeah. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Next we're, question. We're, no, because <laughs> it's it's we're all pretty close. So yeah, you know, yeah. it's not like, um, it's, yeah, Is we're all pretty close. Or not really. And you know what? You can oh. you can kind of tell that you're all pretty close. Like we like I see a fair bit of you around and stuff, and I see other other boys like Kalen and Connor. Mm. They're always together. Like everyone, like even when you're out, you're always just in your team. Partners almost like he's always going out with each other. Yeah, Everyone yeah. seems like when I see he's out, he's all in the, like the whole teams out kind of thing. Like yeah, and it's good like that. You mm. know, it's um, yeah, you know, and, and like I said, because you don't go out as much. Yeah, yeah. And so when you do go, you all want to, you know, you've, you've been in the trenches with each other all preseason, whatever. Or uh, after a game, you know, you just played all game together. You want to mm. sit down and have a beer with each other. But um, no, it's good. And ever, and like I said, like like you said, you mentioned Kayla and Connor. They're all mates with you know people outside of footy too, which is yeah. good for the community. You know, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that. Your little knights click, just yeah, not yeah. talking to anyone else. You know what I mean? Because that's when everyone gets the stigma. Right? Yeah, it's like, oh, look at the fucking yeah. knights faggots are out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that hundred percent. There's been plenty 100%. of that, though, way. Eh? Like there fully has been. So, and I think that's probably the best thing about what's going on at the club at the moment. You know, we got we're setting a pretty good culture at the moment. Where you know, it's well, I'd, I'd hope the the Public perception is, you know, these guys aren't dickheads. You know, they're actually good blokes. That's no, good. I have fucking good. coffee with your mate Bradman almost every morning. Six oh, yeah. a.m. crew down at Blue Door. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he doesn't hang out with all footy boys too. Oh, you know, yeah, so he's down there with fucking TC, Mark Rigato, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the boys. Mm. No. Is they in that little crazy? Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, they little coffee crew. Yeah, no, good <laughs> bunch of fucking good bunch of fellas. Ain't. Yeah, no, they are. What's the preseason like with the Knights? Well, uh, well, this year I'll, I'll tell you the typical one. Our, our last year, so I'll just set contents. This year wasn't a typical preseason because of COVID. Yeah, yeah. So we started a lot later. Um, we had it was a shortened preseason. You need to fit a lot in a short time to be ready for the season. So, well, for last year, for example, we started in November. Your typical preseason. If you don't make the eight, you're training first of November to. You know, it's first of March. Doing army boot four camps months. and all the rest of it. Yeah, so it's four months of first of November. Yeah, that's if you don't make the eight, you yeah. get. So what? When does when does the footy finish? September. It's the long October long weekends the grand final. Yeah, so a month before that, if you don't make the eight, so what's yeah. that? End of July, August, August, July. August. Yeah, yeah. So end of August, September. so you get eight weeks. You get eight weeks off. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. that's our RLPA. That's our um, 
Yeah, that's our players' association. That's our minimum, eight weeks. Oh, yeah. Um, so if you get knocked out in previous years, if you got knocked out, you're back November 1. Like I started pre-season November 1 when I was 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, and um, it was only different the last couple of years. But um, eight weeks in November 1, you're doing... What's so that first there. session like? First session's all right. They can't... It, it's funny because it's not... There's a lot of science that goes on behind oh, yeah. the scenes. People think, you know... Run up not, down that sand hill. Yeah, it's not... And I think it used to be like that. Back yeah. in the old days, they used to be like, fuck, we'll just break them, you know? Yeah. But, but, <laughs> science, but science has said now, that's just dumb. Like, seriously, yeah. you get so many soft tissue injuries, so many, like, bad effects, like, for the flow on in the season. So day one's normally... You do testing, um, which is normally the 1.2... At our club, I think yeah. there's a few different ones. So the 1.2 is a 20, 40, 60. Yeah. Um, so up 20, back 20, up 40, back 40, up 60, back 60, times five. Mm. And, um, you know, it's a pretty tough test. It's just your maximal effort. and yeah. you Like a workout where you're up to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something under five. If you're running up sub five in the 1.2 first day back, you got, you've, you've looked after yourself kind yeah. of thing. So, what are you running? Well, I had to do one. Post pelvis, which um, so you got to do a test. My best is four fifty four. Oh, yep. Yeah, but Connor, I think Connor does. Connor runs it. Connor Watson runs it four I think he's the quickest yeah. or four high four twenties. So he's the fittest. Yeah, him and um, Chris Randall. When you're running though, there's a twenty seconds is a fucking long time, man. Oh mate, you're running that that third lap is just head noise, just <laughs> head noise. Yeah, you're yeah. just in your own head going, well, I can't do this, I can't do this. And it doesn't seem like much, 1.2K. Yeah. It's, it's well, we work out our max aerobic speed at the Greens, just 1K, but it's 100 up, 100 back, 10 laps. Yeah, 20, right. 40, 60 is way harder. Than yeah, it's, it's the turnings that get Three turnarounds, yeah. six turnarounds every fucking lap. And um, when nothing, you, nothing worse than the old Malcolms, but... Yeah, off the ground. <laughs> yeah. Well, they come later. Yeah. So yeah. off the ground stuff in the pre-season. Yeah, so... And the 1.2 in a lap, you can keep the same speed. So some people do testing, you know, they do the the laps, but you keep the same speed. With the 1.2 and the 100, you've got yeah. to slow down. And then every regenerate time. And then power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it's, just a, it's just a blowout. So first day you do testing and, and there's a bit of skills in between. And then last year, and then we did the test again. The next for, day? No, nah, the, the 10 minutes later. Oh, yeah? Just for a mental fuck. Um, just, just for a giggle. Yeah, yeah just, <laughs> just to see, like, who would – complain or fucking oh, yeah. Oh, and course, then, yeah. yeah so the first day is always hard and then you did some testing in the gym and then um but a typical day up until about christmas is um field you get there about seven you get some brekkie um couple of meetings out on the field by nine off the field at 11 or lunch at oh recovery 11 30 lunch at 12 in the gym by about 1 1 30 to the gym for an hour and then you three days a week you got wrestle so that, that goes for another hour. So between maybe like one thirty to two thirty three, and then you're almost oh, days worth eight hours, seven or three sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, it's yeah, yeah. And if you're in, you know, you, you can be there some days seven to fucking five. You know what I mean? Fuck. So if you're if your second wrestle group, that's if your first, if your group's like the first. So you split up in gym, yeah. split up in wrestle. So you could be second gym and second wrestle. So you could be out of there a bit yeah. later. So that's over till Christmas, and um, then you normally do like you said a camp. We did Tamworth last year. We did Tamworth this year too. Well, yeah, this yeah, year. Yeah, this, this um, but last year that was hard. That was when the bushfires were going on. But that's a, around the time pre-Christmas when everyone normally goes on camp or army camps. There's a lot of army camps that go around. They're yeah. pretty tough. Um, and then 
January, February, it ramps up, but a lot more footy. So intensity ramps up. Um, days kind of get a bit shorter. And then into Feb, you're playing a lot of um, opposed, you know, opposed yeah, to the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 13 v 13, and then you move into trials and then into a game, so... So you didn't hurt your shoulder this year in pre-season. It was something that was sort of niggled on you, and you're like, right, we've got to fucking sort this out before we roll into it. Yeah, well, what, what, well, like I was saying, because I played with it all last year, when I when I come back from my pelvis, this is you know, mid-gen, it was sore again. I was thinking, oh, I'll get back through this. Like, it's just starting up again. i got to get back strong. Yeah. And then it got to a um, – the surgeon explained with this type of injury – you can rehab it, but it gets to a breaking point, and then once it's at its breaking point, it Tipped doesn't get better. Edge. Yeah, so, and it was just like, well, it wasn't luck, but I'll, it, it just didn't feel right. So I was like, look, we better get this rescanned, and then they're like, yeah, well, it was obviously at its point of no return, so to speak. So, so we just wanted to ask about the the camp because I've done a few camps mm. pre season before. What's what's the club sort of trying to get out of that mainly? Um, it's I think. Well, is it more fitness or more camaraderie? Nah, it's. I think from a coach's perspective, perspective, it's to see the blokes when you're down and out. Who will do something for you know their teammates or their team at in a tough time? Um, and blokes who kind of shy away from and go, look, this isn't this isn't for me. This isn't right. You can't yeah. talk to me like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think as a coach, they kind of it's not the bad on them. They just want to know. So when they break you down that much, yeah. They want to know what kind of person yeah. you really are, kind of thing. Of and, and it's not a good, it's not a bad, it's, you know, it's not a bad thing most of the time. Like, you can get some fucking... Because you need different I'm, people. I'm you, sure, you need, yeah. You need leaders, you need some, I'm you sure need some chiefs, you need some Indians. I'm sure there's some fucking good players that go on army camp and just think, fuck this, and the whole time they whinge. But it doesn't make him a bad person or a bad footy player, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? It's, right, just, yeah. it's just it's just, so the coaches and staff can see what type of player they comes out in tough time and... So I think it's that, and there's a lot of team camaraderie. You know, when everyone's in the trenches, you know, get together and we'll fucking solve this together. And beers, no nah, after after, and then and then the third one is a complete. Just we're just gonna head fight you because we can. I think. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's happened to us, so it's gonna happen to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, so there's a few there's a few elements to it, but I think the main thing is, like I said, when the, what kind of person comes out when you, you know, when you're broken down and. You know how you can work together as a team. Yeah, nice. Mm. So uh, just changing it up a little bit. So what's what goals do you have, or what do you what do you want to achieve before you retire? Like obviously, because yeah. I fucking knew I see and you win the fucking. I thought you were going to get a start in Origin the other year, eh? Oh, yeah, a I years fucking back, yeah. dare to thought you were going to. Eh? No, I don't know. It's 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 kind of hard for me. Like I got some goals outside of footy that I want to tick off, and but for footy, like, you tick this one off. Yeah, this one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that's um but yeah, and, and I, I struggle at times to find um you know, balance between getting doing your off field, getting that right as well as your footy, but trying to like I said before, putting all your eggs in that footy basket. So I like I don't, I don't want to go out and say, Look, I'm gonna play Origin this year, I'm gonna mm. fucking play for Australia. Oh, but you this want year. you want to, obviously. Oh, it, it's everyone's want yeah. to pick like I want to. Footies, yeah. but but you know, like I don't wanna get to the end of the year and um, be down if you didn't make it kind of thing yeah there's a there's a good paradox called i think it's the um it's not the stockdale paradox but anyway there's a paradox about having setting realistic goals oh, yeah. but making sure they're realistic enough that if it doesn't happen that year you're not kicking yourself in the teeth yeah it's yeah, a, yeah, it's yeah, actually yeah. It's the stockdale paradox and what happens was it was there's 
little tangent. It's there's a concentration camp after the I think it was the Japan no the Vietnam War, one of the wars, and all these all these um, soldiers were um, POWs. Yeah, you know, yeah, prison war. And so say there was five, and there's this one guy called Stockdale. Yeah. And so the five soldiers said, "Look." I'm going to be out in Christmas. I'm going to be out in Christmas. And so they were like, fuck, I'm going to be out in Christmas. I'm going to be out in Christmas. And then Christmas rolls around and oh, fuck, it breaks their spirit a little bit more. And the next Christmas, I'm going to be out. Oh, I'm going to be out in Easter. I'm going to be out in Easter. So, and then Easter rolls around and fuck, they're not out in Easter and it breaks their soul a little bit more. And then there's this guy called Sockdale who said, look, I'm not going to put a limit on this. Um, it's, going I'm not, it's going to happen. I'm not going to get out, but I'm not going to put any limit to any of my ambitions because I'm not going to end up mm. broken. Yeah, yeah. And it was it was something ridiculous. Like all those guys who said, "He's I'm going to be at Christmas. I'm going to be at died of, of literally a broken heart, broken spirit." Really? Yeah. So mad. And um, Stockdale survived. He's he actually got out. So there's it's a weird paradox. You got to find a balance. Like I'm not going to say mm. going back to your goal set. I'm not going to say look. But for I'm, me, you're I'm, one. I'm, I'm going to play Origin this year. I'm not setting goals at the end of the year yeah. saying, I'm going to play Origin. I'm going to play Australia Could at the end be. of the year. I'm going to make X amount of hit-ups, X amount of tackles. Yeah, because I don't want to get to the end of the year and go, I've failed. Kind yeah. of thing. Which really, you have, you shouldn't. You're playing first grade. You're at the top of the fucking sport. Like, yeah. You shouldn't be feeling like you failed anything because week in, week out, you're playing. But that's like one thing I like about you. Footy has never, well, just the time that I've known you, which has been a fucking like, almost 10 years mm. or something now. Like, footy's never been... Your be all and end all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, and, and and some people get really hung up on it and yeah. fucking. And that's what I mean. And I think and I think people are like that. And, and there's plenty of them. And like I said, there's, there's they're not a bad person or they haven't done anything wrong in life because they've obviously had a really good career. But they get to the end of their footy career and they're like, "Fuck, what the fuck do I do now?" And a lot of times, and a lot of blokes, people struggle and struggle hard trying to you know that post post footy transition. Mm-hmm. I've um I heard another thing. Off on that is because or not because but you've gone from like high school all right you got to be here you got to be there you're there till this time to that time and then you go straight out of high school and you're into the fucking grades at footy 20s whatever it may be you got to be a field this time you got to be in the gym at this time you got to be at the gym that time mm. and then as soon as after footy you're not kind of getting told where you've got to be and what you've got to do 100%. people fucking don't know what to do all of a sudden hey, and footy honestly is like being at school for for adults yeah. and getting paid <laughs> to do it you know you get told when to eat what to eat yeah when to go to gym i.e class when to go to class <laughs> yeah. when to go to field class again when to go into class to do video and um and then you know when to go home they said okay you can go home now and then all, all you got to really worry about is fucking cooking your dinner when you get home and um yeah and no, usually like, you can just fucking take the take the lunch you over can take the leftovers <laughs> you from what you got for lunch so um yeah and, and like you said i think people struggle when they leave footy and they're like Fuck, what do i do now no i don't know really um our days on our calendar are all set out they tell us what mm. to do when to when to be there and yeah i think some people struggle with that you're right so have you have you put measures or plans into place for post footy or like or are you just kind of taking it as it comes or have you got a have you got a plan for after footy not that it's going to be anytime soon obviously but like yeah well like it's got to be a looming yeah. thought in, in your head yeah like i was saying it's um it, it is a thought in my head and that's probably what um you know I, i've done my degree in um, construction management which i was saying i studied and and continued to study and, and finished up you know, when it's 23, 24. So I've got that in the background. I'd like to do, you know, I've done a one, one and a half. I did an apartment in the Renault and 
I'm doing another run out at the moment. I think that's the avenue I'd kind of like to go down. A bit of developing and flipping houses, flipping houses, and and why I have the means to do it, and that yeah. means is obviously footy and, and the income that you that you get is it's a good it's a good time to start. And so you know, hopefully when when I retire one day, I'd like to go to England um, in back in my career and do some travelling over there and yep. um, you know play for for a good club over there and experience something different. Um, but once we get back. Um, you know, I'd like to have, you know, at least a couple of, you know, investments and, and some sort of capital which I can start doing some either working a job and do some developing on the side or something like that. It's good to have those developments going when you're playing because it sort of gives your brain some like a other problems to solve as you're 100%. trying to work out your football, take your mind off of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But again, I think, yeah, you're right. There's so many people that say, look, I need something else to do to take my mind off footy. Yeah. But there is a fine – there's a not a fine line. There is a line which – you can't be like I was saying totally before, invested. totally invested in Eat something up. away from footy because then you get to a game yeah. and people are like, "He's fucking the not mind's in not in fucking yeah. footy," you know what I mean? So about he doesn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, nah, but it's good. I, and I, I'm that avenue. I'm always something. I've always got something on the side to keep me away from footy. But there's plenty of blokes who are just fucking footy, 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 footy. So yeah, it's, um, nah, that's fucking. That's good. Mm. That's fucking. We've bad. had a. Um, a few other um, athletes in here before, mm. and we've I've asked all of them. Like, is there a freak one freak athlete that you've trained with or played with that just stands out in your mind? Um, oh, obviously, obviously, skill wise, Bedsy. <laughs> I, no, I never played with um, Bedsy. Ah, but you've been around him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, but I never really got to see him. Look, Kalen is obviously, um, you know, he's a freak. He's skillful. Like, he's yeah. got everything. But um, and he's a good bloke, which makes it better. But um, athlete wise in, in the gym Big strong I'm just trying to think I'm Oh even sure. just Even Kalen's a good answer you know? Yeah yeah he he will, Yeah Kalen Kalen's obviously Yeah he's, he's, he's obviously a special player um, Even out of people You've played against Like Cam Smith Isn't it Yeah well he's different He's Cam Smith's not He's not a freak He just knows the game he, He's just that Fucking smart And knows he, It's like he's seen the game Like you know yeah. He's he's in like front he's of the game watching it on replay Yeah like you know what I mean Like he's not Nothing special Like he doesn't make 10 line breaks Doesn't belt anyone Doesn't step anyone You know what I mean He just He knows how to orchestrate a game And And to pick people off And pick defensive sides And teams off And Fuck you freak man Best player you played against? It would be him yeah 100%. Yeah. yeah Just Just the way Like I said Just the way you can orchestrate a game And and have his influence on the game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Has his way with it, eh? Like, I'm yeah, going to slow yeah. this up and this is when we're going to get going. And 100%. And he just knows. He knows cues as well, like like no other. So. And how to talk a ref down as well. Yeah, but that but that's a part of it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like that, that, that's just, fuck, I'd love that if he was on fucking my side telling yeah. fucking ref. Yeah, that's it just gives I, him little yeah, cues. That's like, what I always, always say about like, players like Cam Smith, um, Josh Reynolds, or players yeah. like that. You hate them when they played against your side, but like if they were in your team, you would, mm. Michael Ennis and that, you would love them. I mean, you fucking do anything to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, and if it's if it's a couple of comments to the ref here and there, yeah, fuck, so be it. You know what I mean? If it's gonna have an influence on your side and like the and like like he's done over how many fuck comps Melbourne mm. ones, freakish. Like the um. late Eddie Guerrero said, "Just to win, I lie, cheat, and steal." <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Uh, well, look at look at um, who was that? That docker that was just down. I've just had a complete blank. Yeah, Mike Jordan. He was a complete fuck. The last dance. You know what I mean? But yeah. he just did anything to win, and, and everyone wants to play with him, even though even though people but thought no one, he was a fucking complete dickhead. No one cares about what you're doing when you're winning. 
Because that's what yeah, talks. Well, he was a chronic gambler. Yeah, well, bad, that's, yeah, that's like, true, fucking, you know, just there's a whole list of people that fucking just hate him. Yeah. Uh, they like the painting as a bad gambler. They can't as a billionaire. No, exactly. It's not a problem if he you can afford it. Yeah, but there's like there's players that love playing with him because he like yeah. like a rising tide, you know, it raises yeah. all the ships. But there's people who played against him and just like, no, nah, he's a fuckwit. Like he mm. just degraded me the win. whole time. He wouldn't shake my hand after a game, this, that, and the other. But turns out he's the best ever. So what? Uh, freak man. Say. Anyway, we're kind of uh, almost getting to the end of this. I'm gonna try a little something different, something that we haven't, we didn't do last year. A little bit of a Q and A. So people that have sent in questions, I don't think there's actually that many to be honest. But uh, just have a little chat while I bring. Some, oh, I, some I did want to ask you, like, how Alex McKinnon's involvement in the club is now that yeah, after what's happened to Good him. Good question. Yeah, no, nah, Mac has been unreal. Mac lives and breathes footy, and yeah. he's smart. He knows, like, he's he, he knows so much about footy. And um, it, yeah, it's seriously impressive. And I think the avenue he's going down, I don't, I'm not sure what he obviously wants to do, but what he's doing at the moment is he's doing the recruitment for you know juniors. It does oh, all so the videos. That's his involvement. He's like head of recruitment. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. So he works with another guy named Clint Zammett, who's, who's a new recruitment guy. Um, and you know Mac is always in there, look, looking at video, watching games. Man, he, he loves it. And um, you know he's going to be successful in whatever he does one day. Well. He's already doing it. Yeah, you know it's exactly so right. Yeah, whatever he whatever he wants to end up doing. So, and even having him around the club, like he no, loves his footy and loves the nights, obviously, and loves being around the boys. So, yeah, no, no he's been good. Mm. Yeah, so do the older guys have much to do with recruitment? Like you as players, like do you know much about like the the vision they've got for where they want to select from local, or they're looking overseas, or yeah, country, or not really, not really. Uh, there has been, you know that. Yeah, not really. No, that, you guys have nothing really. Yeah, yeah. That I think, you know, in certain positions, like say if, you know, like like say let's use Andrew McCulloch for example. Yeah. Who came down mid year? Yeah. Um, due to an injury of, of Brails, yeah. and you know, you can't ask up boys like, fuck, like, do you reckon we get Macca? Like, it'd be really good for us. Like, it'd be good for you know the younger boys. Like, he was Macca was essentially coming over the top of. Um, Chris Randall, Randy, yeah. who was yeah. playing a bit of grade two. So when Brows got injured, Randy's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm the number one hooker now. Yeah. And so like Macca, for example, he <laughs> kind of said, well, look, we're going to sign Macca. How does that sit with you boys, me doing this to Randy kind of thing? Yeah. Because, you know, there's someone bringing him yeah, over yeah, the top yeah. when he's kind of – Well, they got to find that off the playing group if it's going to work. Yeah, yeah exactly. Turn so, back on so it, yeah, so it, yeah. In terms of that kind of stuff, yes. But but in terms of you know long term recruitment, yeah, no, nah. no, 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 no. You can do much with local like schools or local footy teams or anything like that. Yeah, well, we actually did heaps. Um, yeah. But last year um, we obviously couldn't because of COVID. Last year was a big shake up of things, but um, oh yeah, yeah, like can we just sorry just touch on that after this as well? Also, how was what was playing in the COVID bubble like? Yeah, bubble, that was tough, man. Honestly, um, so we were in the bubble for March, April, May, so May till almost five months. Like it was fucking loose. Like we we seriously could only go training and home. Like yeah. and and we were allowed to go out and get groceries and essentials, but no one was really doing that because a lot of the boys obviously had their girlfriends and and wives and whatnot who <laughs> were doing that. And then we go training. Wake up every morning, fill out two apps, um, temperature yourself, send a photo in, get to training, another temperature check, 
um, had to go around. We train at Balance um, in yeah. Mayfield, and it's a public mm. area. So they fenced off an area around the back of the whole complex where <laughs> we could walk. It's, it's fucking weird. But then even games and stuff, it, it was just a weird dynamic. Every time you went out, if people saw you and knew, they kind of oh, knew you Remember you were saying people were trying to take photos of you and yeah, shit? Yeah, like people just knew you weren't meant to be out. And, you know, there's people around and just want to see people crash and burn. And yeah, I, of course. I, I don't know. So you're always walking on eggshells a bit, you know what I mean? And Newcastle, it's a it's a football town, so everyone kind of knew. I, maybe in Sydney it might have been a little bit different, and but places like Melbourne, but it was it was tough. But, Fucking nice. Uh, yeah. It would have been. Yeah, like he's just going to get some milk and stuff. Like, <gasps> yeah, huh? naughty. Get out yeah, home. But, but that's the thing. But they didn't actually. A lot of the time, people probably didn't know the full extent of the rules oh, like, yeah. and what we could and couldn't do. So a lot, like some people know. would have been trying to shake your hand, touch your face, and yeah, stuff. Oh, like, yeah. oh, I love you. Anyway, but, yeah, <laughs> slapped it up with him on the beach. Go. I was like, are you allowed to be shaking my yeah, hand? Yeah, and, and then people, but then. But like I don't give a shit, and I know the boys don't give a shit. But it's the public member who yeah. sees me doing yeah. it who but might give a shit. You shook my hand at Market Town. I was like, oh, I'm about to shake this cunt's hand. Yeah, well, well, that's what I mean. So like, I, like we didn't really care. Yeah, we knew, like fuck, mate. But but it's if someone else saw that interaction and then go, MBN. the amount of, the amount of calls Bedsy used to take. Oh, I saw um I saw X Y Z at a fucking cafe. Is, is, he, is he allowed to be at this fucking cafe? And Bedsy's like, mate, like. Yeah, thanks. Was for he the drinking call. skim milk? How the like, fuck did you get me number? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to like, but but the funny, we were allowed to, we were allowed to get takeaway. We were allowed to take a takeaway coffee. Yeah. So, but people just think because they say NRL plays only at cafes, so they see him getting fucking takeaway coffee and bring the club. Mm. Oh, this one's now getting a coffee. What a fucking, they, that says a lot about you as a human, eh? <laughs> if you're a mm. dobber. And you would have been a double fucking back in school. You yeah. would have been a double. Uh, yeah. You're a fucking shit guy. Anyway, so. Back to that community engagement stuff. Did you just did you do a lot of that? Yeah, yeah. So, well, for me, I had a school at St. Patrick's in War's End. I, I visited them every, was it every term, twice a term last year. Oh, yeah. yeah, did like we did clinical, like cl- clinical. We did clinics and stuff oh, yeah. for them. Um, and we do this, it's called back to roots kind of thing. And I was actually meant to go to one yesterday for my junior, well, for South, yesterday we got rained out. So they try to get a, a it's not only the NRL puts a, um, not a cap, they put a, and you've got to do this amount of yeah, yeah, work. Yeah. Community engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think in Newcastle, I think in Newcastle we do a lot a lot more because of, you know, we're one town. One town. town. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Right. Everyone, everyone loves to do it and. Connor yeah. won the uh, player of the year or the yeah yeah yeah, of the yeah. Year, so like he at, did at a lot the for the indigenous yeah yeah so he does a lot for the indigenous community Connor he's, he's outstanding and he's real passionate about it and um, he's a big leader in that area Connor he's he's been instrumental. Was he, he's a good fella yeah he's a legend man yeah, yeah so good that's what I mean we got so many we got such a good bunch of boys here that um yeah. And what people want to know is how are we going to go this year? <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice 2021. Well, oh, hang on, pause before you say that. I remember at the grand final, as soon as I knew Penrith got to lose, I was fucked up. Fuck this. I'll go for Parramatta anyway. Well, I'm yeah, fucking trudging out of there. And there's, yeah, so you go, yeah, you're right. Mm. And then then there's Connor fucking in his suit, new metal walking out yeah. of there. I was like, hey, Connor. He's like, hey, Moss, <laughs> <laughs> And then you went for Newcastle. I'll go for Newcastle. Yeah, it's funny wearing a fucking Penrith jersey for. Oh, I'm just from there, bro. I don't go for them, I swear. <laughs> Minding it for a mate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Is that how we're going to go in 2021? We're going to win it or what? Top four, uh, surely. Look, Again, let's win. Fuck, like we, were, <laughs> we just died in the arse last year. We we were 
way better than oh fuck we you're sm- way better than what you finished mate we smoked um well we didn't smoke we were smoking south midway through the year and they came back they scored three tries again we won by four or something and and you know we we thought we we're gonna smoke them that first semi and you know we come out of the block pumped we, and then we just died in the ass so you know we i don't know a lot of it you know, for a lot of us boys, first time being there, you know, first experience of, you know, a big game and, you know, everyone was... Yeah. And sort of being on a high as well. Sort yeah, of. yeah, and, and, and coming off, you know, the COVID and we just we just had no petrol left. It was it was fucking... It was rough. And I think that's what probably hurt us the most because everyone's been like, what the fuck just happened in the nights? And I think that's the most disappointing part because we have a good side. And that's what I think this year we got the side plus, you know, Frizz. Yeah, come the side. Know, big side. Um... You know, we'll have Brails for the whole year. Um, fuck, people forget. We got hit by the injury stick. Injury stick hard last yeah. year. Yeah. Fuck. And once um, one or two start falling, they all just start yeah, falling. Yeah, we'll have Connor fit for the full year. Like, fuck. Like, we did good last year with the amount of injuries we had. Um, if we, we, and that's the, that's the biggest challenge, is staying fit as staying a squad. Staying fit and healthy. So if, if we do, look, it's, fuck. There's no limit, I guess. But, but then... It, there's 16 other blokes who'd be saying that about their fucking team. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. So, you, know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, and then after that, full credit to the boys yeah. and all the media chat that you're <laughs> going to get after that. So, uh, <laughs> we've got the dogs at home. Dogs at home. Yeah, so. and, mate, yeah. and they've got a good side. They, they've brought yeah. a lot of good players in. And um, But the hard thing about that, they're all new. They're all individually really good players. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's coming new together. as a team. Yeah, new yeah. as a team. Round one. You know, they're going to struggle. They might not. Yeah. But for cohesion, you know, just playing together the first time, so... You know, I think they'll have a good side. It's, it's, uh, it's shaping up, to like, it's looking like shaping up this way. But apart from playing outside Australia, I know you mentioned you want to go to England or France or whatever and do a bit of travelling afterwards. While you're here in the NRL, would you would you like to be a one-club man? Yeah. Would, I, you, would you love to just be in Newey? Honestly, I could not. I'd find it weird. Look, I'd, would you go to another club if if I if I had no other option right now and another club? Of course, I'd go to another club. Mm. Um, but when did your contract? When, when does this contract end? I'm off contract this year, so I'd find it. I'd find it hard to play for another club. Um, I'd still support the Knights. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. yeah huh? More so for someone like you because you're brought and bred that's, that's in Newcastle. Like, it's if, always been. It's all you've known. If you're was, in Sydney, there's like ten teams. Mate, yeah. If I was playing for just fucking, if I was playing Tigers, Sharks, I'd still fucking want to watch. New, I'd want Newcastle <laughs> go good. As weird as it sounds, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm with you. 100%. Yeah, so it'd just be weird for me. But you know, who's to say they might give me the ass fucking this year? Who knows? Nah, <laughs> so, not you, bro. Um, I'm not the fucking yeah, Golden yeah, Boy. Not bro. if they weren't fucking nib on the jerseys. Get a few sponsors off. Yeah, <laughs> uh, nah, so who knows? Anyway, so. Well, all right. We'll nah, give you good, these. Um, it's good. Get, get in the arse end of it. We'll give you <laughs> these. Tyson Whitey. Oh, I'm not going to ask that one. It's a bit. It's a touchy <laughs> subject. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, But yeah, NRL fandom, see you're my best player. I can't, I can't ask the first question. It sucks. Second What's the first question? Yeah, uh, I can't ask. What is it? Uh, How big is it? Second question. <laughs> second question from Quinn O'Leary. <laughs> Ask him if he feels like a dog for slamming me, slamming me on my ass at New Year's Day cricket in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> is this true? New Year's cricket. We yeah, used to remember, play, the, remember the New Year's games? Yeah, uh, we used to play his New Year's cricket. Um, New Year's. E- every New Year's Eve yeah, day. New, yeah, New Year's Eve day. We should get that back on. Yeah. Mate, and for some reason, every year... It, 
someone, I, it was cause I played footy, obviously. They, everyone just wanted to fucking wrestle me. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God, Louis Dunn, fuck. You just want to fucking wrestle me every two minutes. Quinn. Oh, Quinn was, well, how old's Quinn? He's four years younger. He's 21. Well, yeah. Fuck it. He, he's, been in that, he's been in that same body since 16. No, yeah, yeah. Like, I was like fucking, everyone was just trying to fuck me out. If anyone could beat me, then it was like, it's like a trophy. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> I was just getting flogged after time too. I, was, I had a skin for. I was going, fuck. Hey, what was the question? Do you regret it? No. Does he feel like a dog? For <laughs> no. Yeah. No. No. Loved it. Do it again. Tell him to come here. Another question from Michael Reardon, uh asking if he's interested in getting cut in half by the big moss dog. Mossy's tried a few times. I think. I think we've had a few wrestles. Probably. Sorry. Oh, you want to run out of me, Cass? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? That was uh, that was me, Brass. <laughs> Sunny yeah, Sunny Bill. <laughs> oh fuck, that's funny. Um, no, I'm not interested in that. Must no, be no, yeah. me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you back in the day? Fullback, eh? Yeah, I fucking. I was my left was fucking out. big fucking <laughs> myth, big old myth. Just that piss kind of the sideline yelling at everyone. <laughs> Hit it! Um, I've got one. I call you it all the time. That's how actually, like, when you've been playing against my brother or I've seen you in Sydney and on the field, I'm like, oh, hey, always calling you McGock. <laughs> where the fuck did McGock, what, where did that come from? Oh, so it was, um, <laughs> there was a, um, it, uh, there was a Sudanese kid in our year at um, Pius named McGock. Oh, yeah. And um, he was actually a really good bike, going along really well in the boys. He was in Keno and that's here. Yeah. And um, it went from, they were calling me Lock to Gok. So it went from Lachlan to Lock. Yeah. And then the Gok. The Gok. And then, um, and, then that, and then for some reason we'll piss one night and someone called me Magok. Fuck if I know. I shit you not. Know it was doing near my gok. And then and then for some fucking weird reason it stuck. And it was always like it was always it was it wasn't like touchy to call him a gok, you know, because people mm. if someone said to me at school and, and like he's around, was around you know, everyone was like, like what the, the fuck? They're taking the piss yeah. out of you, you know. Yeah. yeah. So but um yeah, I don't know, that's it anyway. So the blokes like, yeah, yourself and, and whatnot and yeah, we got. I don't know. I don't know why. Fuck. It's funny our nicknames stick. It's no, fucking yeah. weird. Like, Chris and I's. Who? Chris, Chris and I's. <laughs> Jonesy Mossy. Original. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, my, Good my, story I got there. a mate like that. His name's Bakes. Like, like, we, we call him Bakes, but his name is Chris Akari, and it was like, yeah, like Akari, yeah. Uh, and then he put on a bit of weight, and it was like. Fatari, yeah, yeah, bakery, just, and then it just turned into Bakes. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how they work. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway, well, um. <laughs> We'll wrap this one up. First, first um, guest for twenty twenty one. Little does everyone know, uh, Gok was actually meant to be our first guest ever, and then the you know, and then there the bubble. Gok. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the bubble hit. Oh, sorry, but yeah. can't do that anymore. But uh, it's been a year in the making. Thanks for coming on, bro. We um, been a pleasure. Really appreciate the time and yeah, yeah cheer, bar. Uh, I just want to say before we go, thanks for coming on, legend. Um, to our sponsors from last year, thanks for your support. SLD surfboards and Sage Painting and um, what was the other Swap one? bins. Swap uh, bins. Yeah, thanks for your support. We're going to look to get some more support this year. So hit us up if you want to get back in. Involved. If not, we're looking for new sponsors constantly. All right, All right. now put the music on. Love your work. All right, thanks, thanks, thanks again, brother. Thanks, Lockie, a legend. And, uh, Appreciate it. Yeah. Up the nights. Yeah. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs>
Cheers. 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 Cheers.